but welcome back. For those of you who are new, Seth King University is a conversational safe space for the LGBTQ plus community, where we just kind of talk about all the ways we've taken care of ourselves. Um, and some of these ways may not be as orthodox as you may think. Um, I have a lot of episodes lined up for this season. I don't know what I was thinking, but I have a lot of them. But tonight's episode is going to have a special guest. Uh, their name is Jalen Hamilton. I actually just became acquainted to them uh, fairly recently, I would say. Um, love, 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 love their lives. Love uh, their approach to wellness and all of that. Um, and then just an overall beautiful human being. So I'm going to go ahead and bring them on so we can kick this off. Let's see if... Hey. Hey. What's <laughs> up? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? You look good. I'm doing well. Thanks. You look great, too. I love your beard. It's so, so moisturized. It hey, looks thank you. You know, I try to keep a little, little something-something on it because we're going through a lot. We got a pandemic. Mercury just came out of retrograde. The winter wind is tearing me up. I'm not able to run. I mean, you know what? I'm not even going to start complaining right now because I got to. I got a whole list. <laughs> but go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Okay, cool. Um, hi, y'all. I'm Jalen. I use they, them pronouns. And um, I am a, I tattoo, but I'm also um, trying to get into the fitness game. So I'm studying to be a nutrition coach and a personal trainer for trans people. <laughs> Well, see, that part, you already telling me somebody didn't know for, for the joke. <laughs> All right, so uh, where are you located? Um, right now, I'm in Houston. That's where okay. I'm... Did you get any of that messy stuff going on in Houston with this weather? Oh, yeah. We got, um, luckily, our electricity is still on, but our pipes burst. So mm. we're getting that worked on right now. So it should, it's, um, our house is pretty old, so it's definitely going to take some time. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm in like the northwest Louisiana area and a lot of people don't know but we got hit hard too and like Shreveport has had no water and I think some parts of it haven't had water for a week uh, because of all the pipes bursting and all of that so I, when, you, when I kind of I looked at your page and I was like I think they're in Houston I'm not sure but if they are I probably should check in first <laughs> Yeah, I was like, like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> so fitness, I I became acquainted with you. Um, I don't really know how I started following your page, but I immediately noticed like this person knows their game. Like they they are they are committed. That I think right after I started following you, you did your whole uh, home gym situation, and I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> like, they're serious. So what? Tell yeah. me journey into fitness yeah um it was whenever quarantine first started like you know march 2020 when it all kind of like hit and i was really getting back into weightlifting again and going to the gym consistently and then they shut everything down so i was really depressed and kind of just 
self-loathing a little bit you know i was really sad i was like dude of course the time i am putting the effort in they shut this shit down so yeah i just i didn't i couldn't work either so i was like um I, I really don't know what to do and i just went to target and got like some kettlebells and a little yoga mat and a resistance band and i just started working out at the parks and it just i just made it my whole life i started cooking and it i just felt good and i was feeling more confident in, my, in myself and i wasn't as depressed and i i noticed that it wasn't just my body that was changing more importantly it was my mental health and my emotional health that was changing um, i was becoming more aware of uh, my time management I, I used to be really bad at time management and now i'm like okay if i'm supposed to be here at this time i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna be there at this time so it was awesome it, it just is like changed my life so i just want to help you know other people and have it change their life too you know well, prior to COVID, yeah, did you have any? Were you already lifting or doing anything, or did COVID just was COVID like the catalyst for this? I was before. I had a I had a trainer, and she was awesome. She would just call me at like six a.m. She was like, "Get your ass up and come to the gym," and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "All right, I'm coming," and she kind of like just showed me everything I needed to know. So now when I go into gyms, I'm not so scared. Like, oh, what's this do? You know, I uh, I used to be really anxious about what other people were thinking, but now I just go in there and do my thing because of her. But um, yeah, I moved, so I, I couldn't see her anymore, but we're still good friends, so. So you broke yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, we, we had a breakup. <laughs> I can kind of relate to that whole, um feeling self-conscious about being in like fitness spaces even when i first started running because everybody who follows me knows i run um but even when i first started running i was like people are gonna be looking at me i probably look like a dinosaur um, <laughs> back then i was like 180 pounds and i was just like yeah i'm probably just look like a big blob running and i'm breathing hard and i don't want to breathe hard because then people are going to hear me and then even him you know it was like if you already have anxiety, going to the gym is not going to make it any better for the first time, especially when you're going along. And yeah. I remember being in the gym like, is this person going to look at me while I'm reading these instructions on this machine trying to figure out how to use it? <laughs> like, nobody talk to me. Please don't look at me. But then you realize, for the people out there who may be thinking about going to the gym and you've been turned off by these things that we're talking about, you realize that no one really cares. Like, nobody's really paying attention to you. Yeah. Y'all are probably all thinking the same thing. Like, I hope nobody's looking at me. That everyone is thinking the same thing. Like, am I fucking up? Is my form right? You know? Right. Because you feel like everyone's just looking at you. But the truth is, everybody is thinking the same thing, <laughs> probably. Or it's just that one buff dude that just doesn't even give a fuck. And he's making all kinds of loud, crazy noises. And, yep. You know? They're, they're detractors from what you're doing because usually that guy's or that person just kind of looking around like looking at everybody else but he's not really looking at you he's looking through you yeah. <laughs> looking at himself like right the <laughs> thing i can definitely relate to that so you start working out COVID happens um yeah. 
stressed the fuck out like most of us. I mean, yeah. I'm a little bitter about it still. I'm a lot bitter about it actually. <laughs> Dude, I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do? <laughs> I was so bad. The whole run season got canceled because of COVID. So I was just kind of lost as well. I was like, man, what the fuck am I supposed to do in the house? Like, <laughs> Yeah, lots of shows got canceled because nobody could film. Like, oh, it, it just, it was a catastrophe. <laughs> so you seem to have a good routine going these days, but you also seem to go with the flow. Like you don't box in your workouts. Um, tell me how you got to that point where you were like, let me break away from the book. Yeah, um, I just, I got bored by trying to do things by the book. And I just always found it frustrating in fitness, how so it's just, a lot of it is tailored specifically for white men. Like, even in the health industry, it's all, all of these studies, they're all basing it mostly off of white men, people that are either skinny or people that are, like, um, skinny adjacent. Like, you know, they're not fat, but they're not, like, super scrawny. Um, so it, it just, it always felt wrong to me, and it never really felt like it was tailored for me. You know, so I was just like, man, fuck this. I'm just going to do whatever feels good. And I started, you know, feeling better. I was like looking at myself and seeing some muscles coming up. I was like, oh, (laughs) what is that? (laughs) So I just kind of kept. When you're doing something that you, you want to do. Like, I used to hate running. People don't know this about me, but I was in the Army, and when PT test came, they came, I had flu, cold, um, pneumonia. <laughs> I had stomach virus. I hated running. I didn't start to love running until I was in my 20s. I was well out of the Army, and it was just something that I picked up, and I was just like, wait a minute, this isn't so bad. But mainly because something that you alluded to there, um, when you start to run and you're looking at the uh, documentation or you're searching online, it's like, this is the schedule you need to do in order to get faster. This is the schedule you need to do in order to get stronger. And so you try to go do those things and then you get out there like 10 minutes in, you're like, how people be doing this? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you have to start slow. You have to pace yourself. You have to listen to your body. Sometimes you might have to walk um, and things like that. And then you realize like, okay, these programs that are laid out, art for someone like me yeah or the person who's already uh skinny adjacent or athlete or uh the gymnast or whomever and another thing too mobility like mobility exercise programs are geared toward athletes they're Mm -hmm. not fat friendly yeah they're not so you get to this point where you like okay i'm gonna just make my own plans or whatever at what point do you go plant-based i i dated someone who was um vegan and i it it was awesome i was i just kind of went cold turkey and she would cook (laughs) well not literally (laughs) yeah (laughs) it was good i was like damn okay like i'm telling y'all i i used to make fun of vegans like i was that nigga that would be like y'all vegan what the fuck you know i used to be that person you know and so then i tried it and i was like damn this is awesome and then i kind of started just eating 
tater tots and cookies and fell off of it. But only recently, um, I want to say within the past year, since quarantine, I started exploring vegan cooking myself. And I just, I was like, you can literally make anything you want vegan. Mm-hmm. It was so good you know I I was like wow I didn't know that I could make tacos and I could make curries and like all these things that I normally eat taco bowls you can make breakfast yeah they got breakfast sausages like anything you want is could be vegan so yeah yeah it would be I was I went vegetarian first I was vegetarian for like 13 years or something like that and I was vegetarian, I was like, them vegan folks crazy. I don't know what the hell they doing. I like <laughs> And I always said, I said, if they ever make a vegan smoked gouda that actually tastes good, I might actually consider going vegan. Consider- <laughs> <laughs> and they like, that was my whole thing. Like, if you make a vegan smoked gouda that tastes good, that, that, that's important. It has to taste good. I'll go vegan. And I walked in the Whole Foods one day. And they were doing this little sample station or whatever. And the lady tried to hand me some cheese. And I was like, nope. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't want it. It's going to mess my stomach up. And she was like, but it's vegan. And I'm like, wait a minute. Vegan what? What kind? She was like, smoke good. I'm like, I know you lying. I know you lying. Hey, you're like, what? <laughs> Eating it like, mm. <laughs> I, was, I was like, they got vegan smoke gouda. I said I was going to go vegan if they had a good taste of smoke gouda. So here I am today. I think I'm like. I'm so terrible at timelines. I think I'm like three or four years into being vegan. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> or plant-based, rather, because I'm sure that I wear things that are part, maybe made from animals. So I'll say I, I eat a plant-based diet. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Same, same. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm pretty sure that word, but I got it a long time ago, so we're not going to that. Speaking <laughs> of old stuff. But um, the the vegan sausage, the uh, the Beyond Meat sausage... I don't know what kind of juice they got in the middle of that patty. I don't know what it is, but it's something about when I take my teeth down into the middle of that patty and that juice gets a squirting. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> so, so what said when they come out when they came out with oat milk ice cream? I knew I could survive. <laughs> and it's bald. You got you tried the key lime pie one and the uh, peanut butter and jelly one. Oh. Oh, it's orgasmic. It's orgasmic. Possible's also a good one. Yeah. Impossible. Yeah, I like Impossible. Um, I think I like the Impossible Burgers more than I like the um, Beyond Meat Burgers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I like theirs a lot better. I feel like they take, me and my partner, we put, like, uh, Worcester sauce, Worcestershire sauce in it. Mm-hmm. So it, it has, like, that like meaty flavor and we've been making barbecue burgers like all kinds of shit we've made meatballs with that like spaghetti balls yes so have you noticed the difference in your uh how you lift and your cardio since you went plant-based oh yeah yeah before i i felt very um i just felt a little more tired quicker Um, And I used to think that because since taking testosterone and everything, I thought that if I wasn't eating enough meat or something, then Mm -hmm. um, 
that testosterone levels would go down. And when I looked into it more, I realized that animal products have, you know, actual estrogen in it you know, and plant-based stuff doesn't. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it definitely made me, I have way more energy. Um, it cleared my skin up like that. And then um, a lot of the times I, I don't know, like after I would eat meat, I just kind of felt like a little tired mm -hmm. afterwards, but I could eat a big ass like plant-based meal and I felt perfectly fine and satisfied not like overly full you know mm -hmm. so. now so if it's this iPhone or if it's Instagram you know beautifying everything but the skin is looking real nice over there thank you, thank you. <laughs> I don't I'm, know plant-based glow you got going on I'm trying I <laughs> hard because we didn't have water i'm like how am i supposed to wash my damn face <laughs> we doing good now <laughs> and speaking of like hormones and like food that's one of the myths that they that they sell us uh in order to keep us buying into the meat industry and don't get me wrong i'm not one of those i'm a vegan or i'm plant-based so everybody should be plant-based but i do i am a proponent against the uh misinformation that's out there about being plant-based and how you need to eat this meat to get all your protein in a day and how uh, plant-based food is not, is going to kill your testosterone levels when in actuality they yes. pump animals up with so much steroids. And a lot of people don't know there's this thing called aromatization, which means that when you have too much testosterone, your body converts it into estrogen. So <laughs> these animals, are big they're having they're being pumped up so much that by the time it's processed and it gets to us it is full of estrogen but you'll see bodybuilders promoting like make sure you get your protein in eating beef you know bowls and things like that and yeah that's cool but what what you're saying is miss is misinformed absolutely absolutely and that's all we've been fed is a bunch of misinformation yeah. you know they want you to keep buying it because they're mass producing it yeah you and the more they produce, you know, the cheaper it is for them, but the more it destroys our neighborhoods, it destroys the planet, you know, and that's really what got me. I was like, dude, it is just so messed up how dangerous and destructive the animal industry is to our planet. It takes away so much, like so many resources and all that. So that's what got me too. I was like, I can't be, I can't be supporting that. I'm sorry. I can't. Right. I want to contribute to that. I love the earth and I want to be good to it as long as I'm living on it. So why a nutrition coach? Why, why did you choose that journey? Um, I, I want to say it was because whenever I like started doing um, fitness and stuff, I was really good at going to the gym but not good at um like my diet i i was like the the things i was eating was just crazy like bacon burgers every night with uh beers and a shot like i was just my my partner says i used to eat like a like a biker like a white biker they say <laughs> 
<laughs> like you just eat all kinds of crazy shit and i did I, I just ate like a teenage boy like i wasn't paying attention and um so i wanted to get into it and understand it so that i could you know understand my clients you know because a lot of people don't know what to eat they don't know how much protein they need how much like fats and carbohydrates they need so i just want to i really just want to help trans people you know with their nutrition because a lot of people mostly will ask me well what what do you do and i'm like it's 90 percent nutrition and 10% of all the heavy, heavy lifting and exercising and stuff. So if you have that person that's like curious about tweaking their macros and things like that, what advice do you have for them? Usually I tell them, cause what you typically will need is uh, like your, your body weight, your height, your age, and um, your activity level. I forget what, um, what equation it's called but it's like a base equation people use to get their metabolic oh, yeah yeah and mm -hmm. it so basically tells you what how many uh calories you burn just like doing whatever you do normally throughout the week and then you know depending on what people want if they want to like tone up or if they're wanting to like build more muscle and bulk up I'll tell them they should go on like a, a deficit or they should do a caloric surplus and eat more calories. Or if people just want to learn how to maintain, uh, they just eat what, you know, whatever that metabolic rate is, you know. So that's usually how I kind of help them. But it differs depending on where people live and what they have uh, access to, you know, mm -hmm. so food deserts. So the same thing. This is a thing. <laughs> Some people don't have access to, you know, certain things. So you have to take that into consideration as well. Um, but I ask people, like, how invested they are in it. Because if you're really invested and if you, you know, if you have a car, if you can, like, drive to a little, a little outdoor market, mm -hmm. support, you know, local vendors and stuff like that, you know, that that's a good way to get some pretty cheap vegetables and stuff like that because it's really not that pricey right just gotta I, do it. <laughs> one of the things that helped me well first of all when i went vegan i was living in new york city so that was a privilege in its own uh because you have you know access to a lot of different avenues there and then as well i, I was a chef at the time um so there was a privilege in being able to cook because a lot of people don't have that expertise either um but then <laughs> down south mm. and didn't have access to all those fancy smancy vegan foods that I like to eat, those novelty foods that I like to buy. And I had to do a lot more cooking, buying a lot more fresh produce. And I found that, you know, uh, killing two birds with one stone, I can go to these markets, get the fruits and the vegetables for cheaper, and I'm supporting a local farmer at the same time whose, their life depends on me buying their produce. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's the best way to go. It's and it's like it's i don't know it's a little more welcoming and less a lot less um anxious than i'm a lot less anxious than going to a grocery store because i freeze up when i go in grocery stores and it's like yeah <laughs> <I'm> scared and shit <laughs> and i will say that if you're able to cook 
like actually lay hands on your food and prepare it, it will actually change your mindset surrounding food. If Especially if you're someone who's used to always eating out or always eating fast food. And I know not everyone always has the time to do that. But if you have an option to be at home at least like two days out of the week where you can just meal prep, yeah. it all the difference for your mentality surrounding food when you can put your hands on what you're doing. That's actually putting hands on food is one of the reasons why I ended up being vegetarian because I was cutting up a bloody piece of chicken and I was like... It's kind of trippy. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. like, ooh, <laughs> I yeah. want to do this. Because we're yeah. so used to getting food already cooked. We don't have to do the part where we chop shit up and mm -hmm. things and all that. Yeah. So it's definitely easier cooking with vegetables. That's for damn sure. Yep. And then also, it may cause you to eat less because you know how you used to have those family gatherings where the uh, the cooking person in the family makes all the food and then everybody sit down eating and then you're looking at them like, you're going to make a plate? And they be like, no, nah, I cooked and I ain't even hungry no more. <laughs> That's how kind of how it is when I'm meal prepping. I'm like, let me chop all this stuff up and then I'm like, I don't even really want to eat right now. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're looking for the caloric deficit, get a <laughs> for you after you sit there and prepare five days worth of meal <laughs> yeah you'd be tired as shit after that it's important too i try to tell people too like you know if you can just make a little bit of time for yourself like at least two days a week just get just get a few hours so you can make yourself some food for a couple days mm -hmm. it's it doesn't take too long. You just have to dedicate the time and you just have to really invest in yourself. Um, but it's hard when we, you know, live in this society where it's like work, 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 work. not worth shit if you don't work and you lose yourself and people are just walking around so unhappy, you mm -hmm. know, they can't even make themselves food. They can't even make themselves a sustainable, like, nutritious meal that would give their body so much energy they can't even do that right it's, it's so sad and for those of you tuning in don't think that we're sitting here talking about you know just eating healthy all the time you know eating dirt and grass that's what i call it dirt and grass when you're plant-based eating dirt and grass all the time because i like oreos and i still eat i like ice cream <laughs> and i'm gonna eat it <laughs> because i don't really subscribe to this whole i can't eat this i can't eat it's like, no, I can eat it. I just have to watch how much of it I partake in at any given time. Exactly. You know, it's like everything in moderation. Just enjoy what you love, but just, you know, try not to go overboard with it because it does, our bodies, it, it's wild how they react to things. Um, there's also this thing where you can see what kind of food your body, like, leans towards um, based on your blood type and stuff like that. So, um I'm trying to do some research into that as well, because a lot of people have foods that their bodies don't really react well to. So um, I feel like it's important for people to know, you know. I'm glad you brought that up because something that happened with me that I just realized fairly recently, after being this many years being plant-based, mm -hmm. um, I thought... I know a lot of people get turned off from uh, being on a plant-based diet because they start eating it initially. And there is a detox phase, but they start eating it and they're like, my stomach all cramped up, I'm constipated, or I have diarrhea, or whatever the case may be. And you you are going to go through those stages initially. But oh, yeah. then after they're kind of stabilized, you're like, yeah, but my stomach is still acting up and I'm like four or five months in the game. And what I've 
realize again years after being plant-based mm-hmm. my stomach does not like beans like a lot of fiber oh yeah yeah too much fiber yeah so and it's like very sensitive so if i don't balance that fiber out with enough protein mm-hmm. I am, it's a wrap for me for like three days like i feel like i have flu-like symptoms and all of that and i didn't pick up on it until i went to the doctor and i was like listen i'm cramping up i'm feeling weak i'm not feeling like myself i, yeah. I have weight fluctuation happening i don't know what's going on and he's like yeah your body just doesn't like those red beans you like to eat all the time <laughs> wow not the beans you know i'm in louisiana now so i'll be trying to you know yeah. get in with my little vegan stuff you know they don't know it's vegan make my little fake beans and rice you know what i'm saying they don't know <laughs> what and it's not that I can't have them. It's just that when I have beans, I cook, you know, a portion size. And it turns out that I probably need, like, an infant size, you know? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, our bodies, like, they can break certain things down a lot easier than the other things. So that makes sense. Yeah, I, I feel like everyone, if they, of course, if they have the resources to do that, to... Mm-hmm. You know, see what kind of foods your body really enjoys, you know, and just, I try to encourage people, like, eat what makes you feel happy, you know. No one's telling you not to have the damn cookies, no one's telling you not to have this or that, but Mm -hmm. just, you know, have everything in, in moderation, you know, so you can, you know, enjoy it without, like, getting all the bad shit that comes with certain foods if you eat too much of them right and it's the same thing with like whatever you do for fitness if you don't enjoy it you're not going to be able to continue it for an extended period of time yeah eating like yeah you start out on this hardcore strict diet that you looked up online and it was like oh, i'm gonna do the bread diet or the egg diet or the rice diet or whatever and it's only gonna last for so long and then you end up binging on all the shit you were dreaming about and <laughs> that you were hangry about the whole time you were doing it. Exactly. It's if I don't enjoy what it is I'm about to go do, I'm gonna stop going, period. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not even gonna do what I enjoy. So yeah. it's important to always curate your plan toward what you're gonna enjoy doing. If you wake up and you have this set in stone plan and you say, you know what, I don't feel like doing this shit today. Don't do it, do something else. Just do something else, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I I try to say that too, you know, um, because a lot of times people will plateau and they don't really know what to do and they get kind of bored doing the same thing. Um, I'm always like, just increase the reps. So increase however many times you're doing that exercise or bump that weight up. (laughs) Either way, you're going to feel something. (laughs) As much as I love to run and as much as I like a set schedule, there are some on, on long run Sundays. I'm just like, no, nah, it's gonna be more like a micro run today because I'm not, I'm not in the mood. Oh I don't feel like running for two hours today. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I can't run for two hours. The longest I've ever ran was like, I want to say 45 minutes, but I've never gone any longer than that. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Sometimes I think about that while I'm running, you know. It, <laughs> Because it takes me a while. It takes me about five miles to warm up. Oh, but the whole first five miles, like, I've cussed out myself, my ancestors, you know, <laughs> everybody. I'm like, what the fuck do I do this dumb, stupid shit? Like, why am I out here? 
<laughs> like my legs hurt, my back hurting, it's hot. <laughs> People oh. look at me. <laughs> and then after about five, I'm like, life is wonderful. Everything's just so beautiful. Look at the sun. Look at that sun today. <laughs> just just so what and that's about the time the dopamine is kicking in, you know, the reward center of my brain is activated. And I'm just like, oh, this is what my ancestors were talking about when they were on the ground river. Oh my gosh. Look at that leaf. <laughs> so good. And it's so good for your heart too. I go, you know, do my live video after my run. Like, yeah, y'all. <laughs> I got y'all today because I came up with it in mile 10. Like, yeah. So them people out there that say, no, you don't worry about them. They ain't shit, you know. <laughs> Knowing the first five miles, I was like, fuck everybody. <laughs> <Don't>. Fuck this. <laughs> don't even look at me. <laughs> oh. It would hit cardio, all that moving and shit. At first, I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> but afterwards, it's like, damn, that was really nice. <laughs> I feel nice. I feel good, man. What, come on, what we about to do? <laughs> it just, and that's just what comes with it. But it's honestly, it's such a rewarding feeling afterwards, too. Because mm -hmm. you can't do that shit. And then you do it, and you're just like, damn, I just did that. I never even thought I could do anything like that. Yeah, and that's one of the things I had to do for myself was, like, those times where it was rough getting up, and I knew that I enjoyed running, but it was like, I gotta just, I just got to get started. I mm -hmm. think about how good I feel after the fact, and it's so worth it. It's like a drug after a while. It's just like, oh, my gosh, I just feel so amazing. I'm so fucking sexy. Look at me. Easy. Look at me. Look at me. You know? <laughs> But before, it's like, mm. like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even much want to go outside. <laughs> it, it's really, it's tough. It can be tough. So I know that a lot of people that will watch this, especially since it's related to fitness, will be like, well, I don't know. I just be tired all the time. Working mm. out actually helps increase your energy, believe it or not. You will have more energy to go about your day. You'll find that you don't need that nap in the middle of the day anymore. And even if you do, it's a more um, productive nap than mm. you just kind of crashing. Um, you will find that mental clarity. You have, I mean, it's it does a lot, especially if you're doing what you like to do or something that you enjoy. Yeah. It is. It, it it truly is. And I, I'm glad more people are like interested in it and have questions and want to know things about it. You know, it, it makes me happy that people, even in the midst of a goddamn pandemic and, you know, we got hillbillies storming the Capitol and shit. People are like, you know what? I'm going to take care of myself, even though all this bullshit is going on. <laughs> And that's admirable that, you know, we would get to that point. I know initially when it, the pandemic first started happening, I don't think that I uh, fully realized what was happening. I don't think anyone did, though. And, yeah. and, and, you know, when a month passed, I was like, wait a minute. Like, we stuck in the house for real, for real. Like, we stuck stuck. Like, <laughs> like we can't go nowhere. Now, my beard getting dried out. It's like, hey, <laughs> being right here. Like, <laughs> Not life like this can't this cannot be life and then months passed and i'm like okay well i don't want to do this forced productivity thing because i feel like that just kind of feeds right back into capitalism but i don't have anything else to do so let me find something that i enjoy um and it's kind of been this journey of i wasn't able to run at first mm -hmm. just a little afraid because it was so much 
mixed information out there. I was like, I don't even know if I should even be outside at this point. Yeah. But once it kind of, the dust settled, I should say, um, I kind of found my groove again back with running and approaching it different. And I think the silver lining for the, of the pandemic for me was before, even though I felt like I was approaching running with an open mind and decolonized, mm. I don't think I really fully realized how much I needed to change my approach until I had to sit with myself at home and write out a new plan because I haven't ran in months. Yeah. Run season is over at this point. And I'm just like, wait, I don't have to do this this way. Um, I can change my whole approach and I can help others get out do what I'm doing and actually enjoy it if they so decide. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got to win. <laughs> so getting fitness industry in a sort of uh, transition, being a person of transitional experience, how have you found it to be? found it to be quite interesting before um I, i'd say now as a passing person i am definitely not bothered with at the gym as much um before there was always some fucking asshole like hey what are you doing uh you should do it like this you should, and i'm just like leave me the fuck alone man like get, yeah. get, the hell away from me yeah so it's it's definitely been easier now um since getting top surgery i definitely feel a little more uh comfortable with being more flexible because at first i was just so um uncomfortable with myself mm -hmm. and i wouldn't really i felt like i didn't really give it my all because i wasn't really comfortable so I was just kind of holding back and now I'm like, fuck it, man, <gasps> you know, doing all this crazy shit and trying to challenge myself and one up myself. Cause I don't know, I just can't sit the fuck down even in the midst of all this, um, winter storm bullshit. Um, I was just sitting and laying there by my partner and I was like, I know it's 30 degrees outside, but I got to go in the shed. I got to go fucking lift something. And I just went in there and was like, ah! <laughs> and I was like, oof, that felt good. All right, I'm going back in the house. <laughs> but that's what happens when you love, you know, when you're doing something that you actually like. you like, yeah, I don't, I know it's like, you know, negative Antarctica back there, but I'm about to go and get it in real quick. Yeah, exactly. And I, I didn't want to feel like I was, it, it's just become a part of my life and I feel like it, it also runs into other aspects of our life, like our emotional health, our mental health, mm -hmm. it all, it, there's all, it, it's this big intersection for all of it. Cause I mean, I'd see people post shit on Instagram and it, it kind of looked like almost like spiritual bro type shit. They're like, Hey, man. Mm -hmm the gym you're gonna you know just saying some dumb shit but i i was like oh wait no you really do feel that when you go to work out <laughs> like you really feel this mental clarity I, I i don't feel as aggressive as i was before because i can you know i could let it out you know any frustration or anger anything pent up i just 
I let the weights have it. I let the weights take it. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I'm pretty sure it's a combination of being fucking tired from a strenuous workout and also just you have somewhere to channel that extra energy. Because I work a stressful job uh, on a day-to-day basis. And I talk to people who most of the time they're fairly fucking disrespectful. But And I noticed that like once I started back on my running regimen, there's this gap that I have where I can, you can say something to me and what comes up comes out. But if I'm back on my game, working out and all that, there's a solemnness about me. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't really affect me as much. And I, like I said, I run forever. So I don't know if it's because I'm just dumb tired. <laughs> and that's why I'm quiet. Like, you know what, you gonna say, say it one more time. Say it again. You know? Say it again. <laughs> I feel that. All right. Oof. Work, work does that to you. It's called work for a reason. <laughs> no lies. <laughs> but how long have you been tattooing? I have been tattooing for five years, and it's it's really cool. It I don't tattoo as much now because I used to be a workaholic. And I, I told myself, I was like, I'm not going to work more than three days a week because I know I will fall into that cycle. I, I get into hustle mode and I'm like, five tattoos in a day. Let's make a thousand bucks in a day and do this and do that. So I just tattoo twice a week on the weekends normally. And then the rest of the week, I use that to myself, to train, to cook, just to do whatever the hell I want. And it is a really healthy boundary I have with work. Um, but it's fun. It's, I've just learned so much. I mean, I'd be playing guitar. I fucking cook. I go work out. Like just, I take care of my plants, just finding all kinds of shit to do. It's, it's been great. It's nice. <laughs> you know what? You, you just made me think about something that I, that I saw that you posted the other day. So let, let's roll this back like a Walmart price real quick. You said that you found this gym, right? And I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what this gym looks like or whatever. And so you post this series of stories mm-hmm. of this, I don't even know what words to use, of this exuberant, <laughs> this this fancy, it's like the Fenty. Where where is this gym if you don't mind telling and, and and please explain these amenities. <laughs> yes, it's a it's this gym is called Lifetime and it's a luxury gym. There's they have multiple locations, so I don't know, you might have one next to you or around you. Um but it is a really nice upscale gym. They have heated pools. They have hot tubs in the locker room, sauna, steam room, showers, and they have a bar. They have a cafe. You can get your little margarita and go chill by the pool. They got a spa. You can get your hair cut. They even have a, like, business space where you can go do, like, work and shit like that. And you get, you can do hot yoga you do kickboxing, all kind like any class you could think of for exercising, they they have it there. And it's literally just 179 bucks a month. And I put my partner on there. I'm like, baby, no, nah, you going on the plan. We, we just going to be in this bitch every day. So they're like, yay, hot yoga. <laughs> I'm so jealous right now. <laughs> 
Yes, it's so good. Oh, someone someone's asking for the name of the gym. It's it's a lifetime fitness. Lifetime fitness. Best gym I take a lifetime to pay for a fitness. <laughs> it's like I get all of that for this much. I need the hell up. <laughs> I wish we had something like fancy like that. Like the fanciest it's gonna get around here is um it's probably going to be the park where the swing sets at. Um, <laughs> by the fantasy it's going to it's gonna get around here, player. Hey, um, you. That's about it. You said they had towel service. They come wipe the machine. Now, I can't even get these people to put some paper towel out for me to wipe my own machine down, let alone somebody else come wipe it down. They have people wiping stuff. Even in the locker rooms, they have this, like, guy that just like cleans the floor and comes bring he comes and brings towels he's i'm like what it i'm blessed that i can even do that because it used to be a warehouse and golds those were my gold that was my gym but you didn't even get that much shit and you was you know paying so much but this you just get way more i'm like Sign me up. I'm gonna have to move to Houston. That's what I hear you saying. That's what I hear. That's what I hear you saying. <laughs> Days hot minus this crazy Arctic week, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's so, never on um any clients right now. Um, right now I'm I'm hooking up some friends. Like, just it's kind of like a kind of like a test run kind of thing. I'm just mm -hmm. just want to see what happens. Um, one of my friends, Mario, he's wanting to like build some muscle. And so he's like, yeah, I want to get a little, I want to get a little ripped. I'm like, okay, Mario, like let's, let's do this thing. So I'm, I'm taking care of my friend Mario and uh, one of my friends, her name is Sinjin. So she wants to, uh, she wants to put on more weight. So we're trying to practice a caloric surplus and see how that goes for her so okay so are you doing like a combination of like the uh physical part and the nutrition with them i'm doing they both already work out so i'm just helping them with their nutrition because they don't they just never really knew much about like nutrition and stuff like that which sucks because you know i feel like this should just be information that we should just know mm -hmm. I want to make like basic information available to people because I feel like we have a right to know, you know, at least something, some kind of idea of what our body's like. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just kind of like practicing with them first. But whenever I become certified is when I want to start rolling out um, training programs, like a chest building one. That was a really popular one. People are like, I want to build my chest. I want a chest like that. And I'm like, I got y'all. <laughs> I got y'all. So I'm gonna drop that probably in the summer or the fall. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to. Oh, so that. what about, a, um, a glute program? Cause <clears throat> Me, you know, one day I'm just scrolling through the stories, you know. You see I, some ass. <laughs> like this, all I see is cakes in the mirror. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. <laughs> What's their method? 
need to buy so that the top part of my glutes can look <laughs> and tight like that. Crying. I'm just saying, I like, you know, I, you know, I like a little, because when I lost weight, because I used to be almost 200 pounds, I was at 198, and I'm, I'm five, <clears throat> five, four, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I kind of slumped in the back, you know, and I was like, I, I like the proportion, I don't want no big old juicy ass, nothing like that, I just want a supple ass, <laughs> you know, I just want something that, like a morsel of ass, <laughs> a little, I want some top and bottom booty meat. Yes. Booty meat. <laughs> so do you have like a, a, you know, a glute program or something? I definitely will get one. I, I will get you one. Honestly, though, I'm going to tell you right now, biking and jump squats. It's, they hurt. The jump squats hurt like shit. But I tell you, when I did a billion jump squats now, when I do squats, it don't even really feel like... Mm-hmm. Like it hurts the next day, but when I'm doing it, I'm like, okay, I can do this, you know. But when you do those jump squats a billion times, it makes your legs and your ass strong as fuck. Yeah, that's what I need. Cause my my calves and stuff, you know, it's like bang bang, you know, cause all the running, my my mm-hmm. hands they good, you know, all up in the top of the thighs. Then I get to my butt, and it's like, do 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 do. Like yeah, it's there, but like, what is it really giving? Like. <laughs> You want it to be a little bit plump. <laughs> yeah, I just want a little, just like a little, little plum, little something with a little juice to it, but not too juicy. I don't want to do too much. <laughs> I don't want to do too much. I still want to wear a size, you know, 30, 28, 30, but I want a little roundness in the jeans to what they was trying to give me. You know what I'm saying? The jeans was giving me ass supposed to go here, and I want to give ass to the jeans. That's I all. Give ass to the jeans. <laughs> I want to fulfill my part of the bargain. That's all. I love that. Yes, I'm gonna do that. We gonna have some booty, a glute builder. You know, we can have that. I'm definitely gonna do a chest. I want to do like something for like shredding, something for like getting really bulky. You know, if someone wants to like get big and shit. Cause I definitely have my little, uh, my bulky season. Uh, my partner calls it a. a they they said I, I I was husky. I was like, okay. I, okay. I was just like real like. <laughs> That's a strength based way to say it. Husky. I like that. What? Also, oh, like I looked like a bear, but I'm like five <laughs> three. <laughs> like, <laughs> and stop that bulking thing. Because what was happening was, you know, I would get real small. I get you know real 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 during run season, and then I would do this winter phase where I'm just kind of like, you know, packing on the food. But then what was happening was, you know, as I got older, mm-hmm. less of that bulk was coming off. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, during run season, like, it's like once I hit 31, 32, mm-hmm. run season come around, and those last, like, 12 pounds that I like to shed right before half marathons and things mm-hmm. like that, they they was like, no, we shall not be moved. It, it- <laughs> Harder the older you get, it, it is because our metabolism goes down too, you know. Yeah. But that shit, it is always like that last, you know, little bit. It's always the hardest part. Like all the time, people are like, "How do I get abs? How do I get abs?" And I'm like, "You already have them. It's just, you know, truth be told, we just have to be at a certain body fat percentage." And then there's genetics as well. Um, yeah. even when I'm at my I don't even want to start talking about these damn BMIs and shit, but even when I'm at my recommended weight, 
which mm-hmm. is around, I think, like, 128 or something like that, which makes me look very emaciated. Like, mm-hmm. very, I still don't have abs because I'm just not genetically, you know, made up for that. I'll have the top two mm-hmm. flicks to see those middle two, and yeah. those, which is possible. So, like, they might show up for the party that day, or they might just be out and down for the count for the day. Like, it just depends. Like, if I drink a cup of water, they gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it'd be like that and i tell people all the time too like when they see these pictures and shit like these people are flexing hard as fuck like they are not just like chill. right they're like <laughs> you know like <laughs> with all they got they are flexing as hard as they possibly can so it's like lighting yeah, you know, I make sure I get under that light so it look the titties look my look good. You know, you gotta you gotta make sure the light is right. Gotta make sure the light is right. It's flexing and lighting that's that's really all. The light will give you some cush you didn't even know you hate. <laughs> it does. You're like, hey, I ain't even see that shit. Right. That's my rib right there. <laughs> that's my rib. <laughs> oh. Dude. Yeah, that that is true. It's it's crazy what it can do. It it <laughs> is. I just want to get to the point where I'm like I'm swole and I don't have to like flex. I just wanted to like just I'm, walk like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to flex now? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just I want my DM. That's what I. As soon as I get there, I'm gonna fucking chill out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think I just want to. I'm not gonna do any more bulking. Uh, my age has told me, Ryan, it's time to stop. It's not. This not it for us. My knees told me to, to sit the fuck down. <laughs> stop <laughs> eating extra shit, them extra Oreos that you eating on to to bulk up. It's time to put them down, Ryan. Like my knees. I promise, when I'm sitting eating certain things, sometimes and I'm having that extra portion mm-hmm. that I probably shouldn't have, especially since I'm trying to get that weight back down for the runs. <laughs> My knees be looking back up at my ass like, put that shit down. Your knees. <laughs> oh, bust no more. You just don't whatever the fuck you want to do now. <laughs> I know with running, too, because you have to, like, uh, eat certain things. Because all that running, you can't be having a bunch of crazy shit. You can't. And, like, there's, like, parts of running that people don't really talk about. Like, runner's trot. Like, when you get that diarrhea after oh. you run. <laughs> on long runs because you've depleted all of your glycogen so your stomach is like trying to push something out that's not even there yeah that's real that's crazy i used to be in track and i'd be like yo why the fuck am i always like shitting my brains out after this that's why that's why your body's like oh shit literally (laughs) oh shit that's wild see i didn't even know that or the uh, hormonal shift that you have when you go on longer runs. Like, a lot of people don't see this part when you watch these Olympic people running these half marathons and these marathons and these ultras. Like, you'll see them sit down and they're, like, crying and boohooing. And you're like, they're in so much pain. It's not so much the pain. It's the hormonal shift. Like, it's a hormonal, little hormonal breakdown. Anytime yeah. I run a half marathon, and at the end, if I'm going like race pace, at the end of it, I'm literally like, "This oh shit feels so damn good." No. Just crying. This shit feels good, man. 
That's the stuff you don't see, though. They're not going to show you that. Wow. Those bodybuilders are not going to show you that. They work on stomach suction in order to be able to pose in those poses that you see, that you admire, that you want to be like. They don't, they're not going to show you that. They never do. They, they never do. <laughs> That's crazy. Holy shit. So what's next for Jalen? What'd you say? What's next for Jalen? What am I gonna fucking do? I I truly don't know because I just I find something that interests me and I just dive in. <laughs> Go with the flow. I really do. I, I might, you know, I'm really thinking about like just making pretty music and I, I like to play guitar, so I might just like record some really cool shit, have a like trans queer band with my friends and just play space music, play music that will make you transcend and still be buff as shit. <laughs> I, mean, still- I play guitar if you if you're thinking about starting a band, I play bass. Hey, hey, bass. Hold yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. That's you thought I look like a bassist, hold on. Yes, 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 okay, I didn't know you played bass. Yeah, I played a little, 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 you know, a little some stuff. I actually just got back into it. I had stopped playing for like a few years, um, oh, yeah. and I was almost on this whole mindset like, well, if you don't use it, you lose it, so there's no use in investing again, but then I was, I bought another one, and I picked it up, and I was like, no, I still got it a little bit. I mean, I'm still got- drinking a little bit, but, you know, I can work on it. I can work on it. But yeah, I've been doing my little thing now. I'm short, so I got this little micro bass, and my fingers are not that long, so I got this little four-string micro. But I still get it in. I still Every, what a it's, that's so badass. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just want to. When y'all see us in our little band, don't be don't be hating on us. <laughs> hey, y'all! Congratulate. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna drop out. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that's what I want to do. Make music. I still want to help trans people with their health journey. I think I'll definitely pursue that too. Like just really focusing on clients and like I want to have some one-on-one with them. Um, Hopefully when things kind of start to clear up a little bit more with the virus, I could do training in my shed, like one-on-one personal training. So I want to do that take shit to the next level so i yeah. kind of feel like i see as soon as you said one-on-one inside of your your uh your box there i just picture because I, I i watch your lives and i see your pictures and it's gonna be a bunch of half naked people in there <laughs> working out <laughs> wear clothes yes i'm gonna be like hey in the summertime it's okay to have booty shorts i'm gonna have booty shorts too so you, what you trying to say? Because you, know, I'm probably have my own like gym shorts to begin with. Because I don't want to put on booty shorts and not have off of the shorts. That's all I'm saying. You don't have it. You get those uh, those apple bottom jeans, you know, <laughs> where it's like half of your ass is out. <laughs> what half? What half, Taylor? <laughs> I got I barely got bottom booty meat. <laughs> not booty meat. <laughs> barely. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna work on it though. I got on a stairmaster when I was uh one of the things I used to do when I was when I in the beginning of the early preseason of running, I usually lift fairly heavy. 
Um, a lot of people don't know that runners do actually lift and we try to keep the sets short, but the weight really heavy. And if you think about it, it makes a lot of scientific sense because if I can do a leg press at, at fucking 250 pounds, surely I can run with my 145 pounds, you know? That makes, damn, yeah, that makes total sense, honestly. Yeah. Damn, I didn't even think about it in that way, but it, now that I think about it, in high school, we, we did that too in track. She had us lifting crazy heavy on the weight days, weight training days. I was like, like I sucked at bent. You feel like a feather when you run, when you lift that heavy. Like, you moving your own body weight. It's like, oh, this is a breeze. Like, I feel like I could just float away. But when you don't incorporate that strength training and you ju you only run, I'm not saying that it can't be done, but it takes a lot, a little bit longer to progress because yeah. that muscle mass is going down because you're burning so many calories, especially if you're a distance runner like myself, you're yeah. burning so many calories. Like there are some runs where I burn close to 900 calories or a thousand calories in a run. And oh, wow. that's muscle, you know, you're losing muscle along with that. Yeah, damn. So that's good, y'all Y'all balance it out. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So anybody interested in running, I'm not an expert. But you can hit me up. Yes, you are. All the damn years you've been running. That's a long-ass time. I, I had to fight. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but if you need some uh, uh, expertise on doing fitness for fun, lifting for fun, kind of making it more intuitive for you, Jalen is your person. <laughs> <laughs> So anything else you want to drop on them before I let you go about your day? Um, yes, I, I just want you all to know, you know, don't give up on yourself. Make time for yourself. Um, yeah, spend more time with yourself and, you know, try to take some time to cook for yourself. You won't regret it. Get your ass in the gym and lift something heavy. <laughs> But thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed thank this experience. Um, I was so looking forward to seeing your handsome face on my screen. Oh, so you. Yeah, it was <laughs> the pleasure is all mine. I'm so glad I got to do it with you. <laughs> all right. Well, let's go ahead and shut it down. Wait a minute. What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Wait, did you press the eggs? No, I did not. <laughs> There we go. Oh, you got it. <laughs> Hi, y'all. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for tuning in to Self Care University Live. Um, I will be back on next week with another special guest. I will not reveal that special guest. Um, of course I won't until Wednesday or Thursday. Um, thank you. Let me see who all I can see here. Mango, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Soul World, thank you so much for tuning in. There's so many people. Holiday Inn, Invader Slim, Treasure, uh, Ebony. I saw some more people. Ray, South Zed, what's up? Sarah, Jupiter, thank you all for tuning in. Um, Mango, am I? Am I funny? <laughs> I don't try to be. I, I got it very honest. I have it very honest. Um, I will be back next week uh, with a very special guest. As I said, um, there was something else. I, oh, I forgot. 
Jalen, if you're still in here, I forgot to tell you my challenge for you. So I'm going to say it right now, as long as Instagram not going to kick me off. So there's this guy on YouTube. His name is Iron Wolf. And he's in the Marines, I want to say. But he does a lot of uh, body weight and calisthenic exercise. And he does these eight-count Navy SEALs. And he has some videos where he does like hundreds of them at a time. So my challenge for you, Jalen, is for us to compete to see how many Navy SEALs we can do for a week. And we got to post the videos of them. Might be a video of me dying somewhere in the middle of it. Y'all might witness a live death. But that's my challenge for you, Jalen. We going to do some Navy SEALs. I don't know. We got to pick a day to start. We're going to let the people know when we start so they can see me look a goddamn fool <laughs> trying to do these Navy SEALs because I haven't ran in like two or three weeks. So you're going to see me look a, a hot fool doing these Navy SEALs. For those of you who have tuned in, if you so decide, please add me on Instagram so you can see the future episodes of Self-Care University. And as Jalen said, take care of yourself. Uh, don't use this pandemic as a means to uh, be hard on yourself about being productive at all times. I think rest is very important. And always remember that there's a difference between being with yourself and being by yourself. Being with yourself is you being present with your thoughts, conscious with your thoughts, conscious with your feelings, conscious with what, what your body is telling you, listening to what your body is telling you, and just kind of go, uh, um, governing yourself accordingly. So if you think about this quarantine situation like that, it really changes the the uh, basis for what we're trying to do while we have to deal with this long as paragraph, long as a, known as a pandemic. So with that being said, take care of yourself. I love you. And I'll see you next week for another episode of Self-Care University Live, the series.